though from what many people might be able to ascertain from observing me, I am something of an introverted person. I've always been one to listen rather than to speak, and to weave my stories within the confines of drawn lines and bleeding ink. Yet, over my journey, I've come to realize that the bonds we form in life often imbue our stories with a depth that solitary introspection can rarely achieve. The beginning of my journey at Hongik University in Seoul was one such pivotal moment. The industrial design course I began seemed a thrumming hum of creative cacophonies, flooding my senses with its inviting tune. Instantly, I was swept in its tide, and within those weathered halls and stuffy classrooms, I found a companion, Hana. Hana, my roommate, became more than just another character in my university tale. She was my companion in our shared inventions, my confidant during those long, arduous nights we spent bent over paper and canvas. The scritch-scratch of our pencils would often be the only sound echoing in our little room as we poured our hearts into our creations. Though our spoken words were few, we communicated in ideas, in stories that took shape in pigments and washed over paper. I remember one late night, huddled over a particularly challenging piece, cheeks glowing under the harsh lamplight. My eyes were strained, my fingers smudged with lead and my heart heavy with uncertainty. Hana, noticing my struggle, wordlessly sketched a tiny cat on the corner of my canvas before returning to her own work. That tiny, comical feline still brings a smile to my lips every time I think about it. It was these shared moments, these dream-woven memories that played an integral part in my creative journey as we studied, created, and dreamt together. Our individual growth as artists seemed to reflect off each other, a mutual creative osmosis. Through it all, it was comforting to know we had each other, someone who understood the myriads of feelings our craft often evoked within us. Hana became more than just a friend or a colleague to me. She was a beacon that often led my ship out of the stormy waters of creative blockades and helped me navigate through a world filled with design and delight. Our friendship was a beautiful symphony of silent understandings, woven together with a myriad of shared dreams and invested passions. Even though we walked different paths now, our bond remained strong, tethered together by our shared love for art and creation. Looking back, I cherish these days when our mutual passion was enough to blot out the rest of the world. We were merely two dreamers, lost in a world of color and lines, nurturing our individual talents and fortifying our friendship along the way. And I carry these moments in my heart, pieces of my past that continue to influence who I am and inspire me to reach new horizons. Tokyo was no different. The city was immense, its skyline a jagged range of concrete and glass towers that sang a lullaby of the future. In its foreignness, I found many a solace in its streets, its parks, its busy intersections, each space filled with the same thrumming tune of the present that had led me down my chosen path. Among this bustling blend of old and new, of tradition and innovation, I met Midori, a fellow design intern, and the universe's answer to my yearning for a companion in this dizzying city. Midori, just like Hana, became my companion in the intricate dance of design as we navigated through the labyrinth of a new internship together. She was by my side through my first daunting day, my first overwhelming brief, my first eureka moment and the struggle of transforming that idea onto a 3D model. Always there, always ready to share her insights and support. In her, I found someone who understood the language of lines and the dance of charcoal on paper, the thrill of a well-executed design, and the quiet satisfaction of a project well done. 
Our shared fascination with the past and the potential of the future turned us into comrades, constantly bouncing ideas off each other, our conversation a brilliant collage of epiphanies and possibilities. While I was reserved and meticulous, Midori was spontaneous and vivacious, bringing a burst of radiant energy into the monochrome schematics of our work. There were times when the relentless hustle of Tokyo would overwhelm me, but Midori, seemingly immune to the fast-paced intensity, would pull me into the city's heartbeat, teaching me to ride the waves of adrenaline rather than being swept over. Late-night sushi stops became our tradition, a ritual that saw us sharing anecdotes over the unassuming simplicity of a roll of sushi, finding metaphors in its construction for our design nuances. The cool slices of the rainbow-hued fish against the warmth of vinegared rice mirrored our contrasting personalities, amalgamating into a harmony that uplifted the familiar. I learned to see Tokyo through Midori's eyes, a canvas of light and shadow of history and technology interweaving, finding inspiration in its unusual blend of contradictions. Midori's warmth radiated beyond her personality to aid and comfort me as I navigated through a whirlwind of new experiences, unfamiliar territories, and daunting cultural differences. Her luminosity softened my time in Tokyo, making the foreign locale feel more personal, and somehow mine. Her friendship was a lighthouse in a sea of towering skyscrapers, a sanctum of shared dreams and confidences. And even though geography has set us apart, her influence continues to ripple through my design philosophy, imprinting my creations with reflections of our shared time in the land of the rising sun. Into this rhythm of a new life, caught amidst the whirlpool of foreign customs and technological marvels, my everyday existence was injected with a new sense of color when I found a running club. I've always been a firm believer in striking a work-life balance, and to me, running was much more than just a physical challenge, ingrained as it was with a personal meaning. It was my escape from the hubbub of the world, a sacred space where my thoughts would reorganize themselves stirring clarity into the whirl of brainstorming sessions and design trials. Shanghai's running club was different. It was community-oriented, and the members brought their diverse experiences, weaving a common thread of shared love for running. We ran together by the resplendent Bund, watched as the skyline transformed through the myriad shades of dawn, and began treading the narrow paths leading into the sprawling cityscape. Every run felt like poetry in motion, our footfalls echoed in fascinating harmony as we pushed each other to scale new boundaries, to embrace the cultural exchanges happening amidst our collective breathlessness. Each run was peppered with anecdotes from their lives, stories about this vast city that could not be found in any travel guide, helping me understand its culture, its idiosyncrasies, and how the brilliant mesh of its past and futuristic vision lived in harmony. The club members, in turn, showed keen interest in my design vocation, my experiences in Seoul, my creative process, all of which created a rare blend of uniquely personal and professional conversations. They were open, friendly, accepting my shy, introverted nature without judgment, unhesitatingly including me in their circle. Running, which once was solely a form of solitary escape, metamorphosed into a cherished group activity. Every kilometer we ran together, Every finish line we crossed fueled my sense of belonging, something I initially worried would be absent in such a big city, enriching my stay like an unseen yet potent force of belonging. My steps synced with theirs, not just on the running trails, but in the fast-paced landscape of Shanghai, too. In the embrace of this vibrant city, a running club may seem like a trivial facet, 
an insignificant stitch in the grand tapestry of my Shanghai story. But in retrospect, it was more than just a recreational diversion or a platform to satiate my love for running. It was a catalyst towards my integration in a foreign culture, providing me a sense of home away from home, friendship in an alien land, a circle where my thoughts and creativity were free to flow as I ran alongside pulsating hearts, experiencing Shanghai, one stride at a time. My transfer back to Seoul brought with it an unanticipated surprise. In the dust-kicked lanes of my childhood neighborhood, during one of my meditative runs, I stumbled upon Dehan, my childhood companion, my partner in crime from when the world was still a maze waiting to be unraveled. Our paths had diverged when my family moved to Seoul, relegating our shared universe to the realm of memory and fading photographs. His face, still boyish, was etched with a hint of surprise which quickly morphed into a familiar grin, one that had shared countless secrets, dreams, and giggles with me in our small Busan backyard. In Dehan's presence, suddenly, the long-lost puzzles of my past started aligning themselves. Their presence felt in his laughter, his stories, his familiar sense of our shared past. Running together through our old neighborhood, past the school where we first learned to write our names, down the playground where we scraped our knees and won our minor battles, we relived fragments of our heritage that had grown distant with time. Running beside Dihan was like journeying back into an era that smelled of dew-laden mornings and tasted like homemade kimchi, a time where I was still exploring the expanding contours of my creative spirit. We traversed winding life trails with our stories, his ringed by laughter and mine punctuated by thoughtful silence, sharing the tides of times gone by and dreams yet to unfold. His tales about our hometown, about the new bookstore around the block, the annual summer festival we used to eagerly wait for, the little ice cream shop that had managed to survive the test of time, all painted a picture of a Busan that had carried on without me. Yet the narratives were tinged with a familiarity I had etched into my soul, reminding me of my roots and the part of myself I had left behind in my pursuit of dreams. Dihan's presence, his infectious energy, his enduring friendship reminded me of a lesson often swallowed by the bustle of life, that no matter where we might be in the world, across sprawling cityscapes or rumbling oceans, our past remains firmly interwoven within us, a thread connecting us to our roots. Dehan brought Busan to Seoul for me, or perhaps more accurately, he showed me the Busan that still lingered within me, waiting for me to turn the pages back and embrace it once again. And in a way, this reunion, this return to the tales of my nascent dreams was as much a homecoming as my return to Seoul itself. Yet amid the hustle and bustle of Seoul, there was a part of me yearning for the whiff of sea winds and the comforting aroma of my mother's kitchen scents I associated with Busan, the place of my birth. These yearnings eventually led me back to the seafront town, a familiar territory that now seemed filled with foreign nuances. A usual trip to visit my parents evolved into a journey through the past as I retraced the shell-lined beaches and narrow alleyways that held snippets of my existence. Standing in front of the old school building where my aspirations first took flight, I remembered the dew-kissed mornings. I reminisced sketching in the margins of my notebooks under the dappled light filtering through the classroom windows, daydreaming of becoming a designer. I chuckled thinking of how I used to fill every white space with little doodles and illustrations, a child's dream translated onto paper. I roamed around the quiet neighborhood that had once echoed with the laughter and chatter of children playing after school hours. 
strolling past the ice cream shop I'd often run out to in the afternoons, clutching coins within my clenched fists. I could almost taste the melting sweetness on my tongue. Being back in Busan was akin to opening an old dusty book filled with tales of a young girl with fierce dreams and an unyielding spirit. And as the sea wind ruffled my hair and the familiar landscape tugged at my heartstrings, it stroked me how I had grown, from that little girl in Busan to an accomplished designer in Seoul. Yet, in the walls of my old home and the vastness of the ocean, I was reminded of the constants in my life the unchanging aspects of my persona that had remained steadfast amid all the transformation. In my mind's eye, Busan wasn't just a geographical location etched on a map. It was a vessel, carrying within its realm the echoes of my past. As I sauntered along its alleys and seafront, I wasn't just exploring a city. I was delving into seas of older, cherished memories. This visit was a welcome reminder of home, and in its quiet nooks and echoing laughter, I found fragments of myself, locked within memories and frozen within time, waiting to be discovered all over again. And so, each visit to Busan was a relived past, an experienced present, and a hopeful future. It was a homecoming of sorts, a rendezvous with the versions of Jiwoo from all walks of life. As my feet pounded the familiar paths of Busan, I could not help but reflect on how each bend and twist held fragments of my past preserved diligently by the city, harking back to the simpler days. The soft patter of rain on the tile roofs brought back memories of childhood days, dancing and splashing in the puddles, the world a playground awashed with unquenched laughter. A confluence of experiences and emotions etched in the fabric of this humble coastal town, a town that held onto pieces of me, detritus of time. Bits and pieces of me lingered in the quaint alleyways, embodied in the chirpy calls of street vendors and captured in the lulling serenade of the lapping sea waves. The seaside town stood reminiscent of a time when the thrill of new designs ignited my spirit, the euphoria of victory from university competitions still fresh and intoxicating. The echoes of my past resonated through the weathered structures, whispering tales of a young Jiwoo, her designs drawn more from innocence and unbridled creativity than adopted from prescribed templates and norms. A trip to the old ice cream shop hit me with a gust of nostalgia. I was transported back in time, to the eager anticipation of the soft-serve cone, the sweet relish of childhood, swirling on my taste buds, igniting sparks of joy. The crowded schoolyard, the symphony of clinking coins and youthful banter, the cascade of warmth that washed over me as I bit into the ice cream. These memories were as dear to me as the pivotal moments which shaped my professional evolution. And then there was my old home in Busan, a dependable constant amidst the whirlwinds of change. I revisited our old family home, standing tall against the test of time, mirroring my resilience and growth. I wandered through the cramped spaces of my childhood home, tracing my fingers over worn-out tapestries and faded pianos. Each creased corner held precious pearls of yesteryears datelined with experiences and emotions. Even in its quietness, the city spoke volumes. Each rusty signpost, each archaic tiled roof was like a time capsule, encapsulating golden moments, precious remnants of the past. Each cobblestone carved with the passage of time echoed my journey from a whimsical child to a resolute woman. These alleyways knew my stories, my victories and losses, my joy and melancholy. They were silent companions who narrated my story in their quintessential repressed whispers.
While Seoul gave me wings to soar high in the skies of ambition, Busan was the safe haven to which I returned for respite and rejuvenation. Imprints of my steps that are etched on the sandy beaches of Busan always guided me back to my roots, reminding me where it all began. Back to Busan, where my footprints were washed by the sea, but the impact of my existence remained undeterred in the sands of time. My friends, each radiant in their own light, have woven into the fabric of my life in a profoundly heartening way. Hana and I, the duo that fearlessly voyaged through the sea of creative learning, were so inseparable that our course mates jokingly referred to us as the design twins. Her luminous laughter and creative bent often lit up not just our dingy dorm room, but also my darkest hours of self-doubt, transforming them into joyous memories. Unpacking my life in Tokyo, I found another gem, Midori. Our shared experience at the dauntingly professional design firm formed the bedrock of a friendship that time and distance failed to tarnish. Her quiet stoicism through the cutthroat competition and the gentle guidance she offered me brought a newfound serenity into my tumultuous life in Tokyo. Shanghai was a different story of companionship. Running alongside members from the club on foreign streets and navigating our ways through language barriers acted as a glue, binding us runners into a tight-knit community. Feeling my feet pound the Shanghai concrete, my lungs gasping for breath to cross the finish line hand-in-hand -hand with fellow club members, instilled an invigorating sense of belonging and youth within me. Among all bonds that I've cherished, my friendship with Li Mei remains an exception. Li Mei was a co-worker at my Shanghai office, but it was during a work crisis that we truly connected. Her silent support during my first major professional failure was my lighthouse. She guided me back to the shores of self-belief, her wisdom outshining the shadow of doubt that loomed over my capabilities. Despite my new chapters in life and work in Seoul, Busan still had an enduring tale for me, Daehan. An unanticipated reunion brought back the faint whispers of our shared childhood, adding a fresh layer of affection to our long-established bond. Our exchanged smiles carried stories, collected over decades, each speaking of innocence, dreams, transformation, and resilience. In this whirlwind of friendships, paths intertwined and moments shared, Busan's alleyways and familiar faces served as a reminder of the integral role each soul played in shaping my life. My every triumph, every downfall, every transformation has a shared celebration, a joint sorrow, and a collective evolution. While sculpting, chiseling, and sometimes smearing shades onto the canvas of my life, these friendships have been more than companionships. They have been loving mirror reflecting back at me, my strengths, my frailties, the woman I was, and the woman I have become. As winding as these alleyways in Busan, my friendships have not just navigated me through the towns of my memories, they've navigated me through the townships of my heart, 